Hello, everyone, and welcome to Patriot Underground. Today is October 15th, 2023. Thank you so much for joining me, folks, to discover the truth beneath the surface. As always, I really do appreciate everybody out there taking the time to listen. So I'm going to take you guys with me on a coffee chat cruise this morning. And for those of you folks who are new to the platform, my coffee chats are not really focused so much on intel and analysis, but more spiritually reflective type of chats where I talk about my personal experiences and really relate them to what I've learned along the way of this journey from all of you audience members. I've learned by virtue of doing these coffee chats, how similar our struggles and certainly this is a subject that I don't think gets talked about enough. And I do, <laughs> even though I'm a podcaster, I am constantly listening to the work of others and situation analysis reports to all of you folks to give you my best assessment of what's happening. But I think something that gets lost along the way very often in this journey are talks like these. You know, where we can communicate with each other and we can share not so much what we're thinking, but what we're feeling. And let's face it, folks, this has been the most challenging period, I think, probably for all of us out there in our entire lives. I mean, each of us have had our own struggles, our own trials and tribulations that ultimately have prepared us to take this journey. But this journey, regardless of whether you just recently woke up and you just recently decided to embrace the truth and seek out truthful information, alternative media, or whether or not you've been awake for 30 years, this journey, I think, over the past three years, let's just say, has changed all of us fundamentally. And along the way, we have we've grown into people that I think a lot of us never really expected we would ever grow into. And the core of who we are has really emerged. At least I can say that, you know, for myself personally. I I know that I've looked I've looked back so many times to the beginning and to the person that I was before I decided to. get off the sidelines and become a part of history. And it's almost like I can't even recognize that person anymore. I, I, I look back and I see a consciousness that was just so, so much more limited in scope. And that's really the thing about information. It's like once you start to broaden your horizons. And once you really start to open yourself up to the truth, there's no way that it can't change you because you have to then question everything about your life. You have to question all of your assumptions. The, the entire foundation that you built your life was based upon the assumption that everything that you've been told is the truth. And I think that that, that rift that we feel in our own personal lives between us and all of the people, all the normies out there, people that we love and that we care about. But nevertheless, we, you know, we haven't been able to prevent this rift from happening with these people in our lives. And it's really painful. Folks know that, you know, I've been going through really since, well, I think it really started for me back in June where I just, you know, I, I had to suddenly confront so many of these realities in a way that I certainly never anticipated. And ever since then, it's been one heck of a ride, I have to say. And um, I think people who listen regularly know that I never reveal the personal details about what it is that I'm going through. I don't get into the, the specifics. I leave it 
I leave it up to people out there to interpret as they will, because the specifics don't really matter all that much. What matters is the principle behind it all, because that, I believe, is something that's relevant to each and every one of us. All of our lives have changed. All of our relationships have changed. And it's a lonely process, and it's it's frightening, quite honestly. I have to say that in this sort of roller coaster ride, this experience, it's just been so exhilarating. And yet there are days when I think all of us find ourselves in those valleys. And the circumstances for each of us may be different. I mean, who knows? For you, it might be a, you know, it might be a situation at work. It might be a situation at home. It might be family problems that have developed. I mean, I've spoken to so many people along the way, so many members of my audience who have, you know, confided in me and, and told me the circumstances that they've had to endure over these past few years. And I mean, going back to, going back really to the height of COVID. I mean, I didn't even start my podcast until March of 2021, where, you know, basically we had already been through a year of that. But certainly I think all of us, when that happened, and we could see very clearly, I think for the first time, very, very visibly, the difference between us and everybody else that surrounds us. Well, it it created that, that divide. And I do think that as time goes on, yes, indeed, more and more people are waking up, more and more people are deciding that they might as well embrace the truth because they've been lied to. But still in all, I think if I'm being honest, and <laughs> that's really what the show is all about, it's, it's me being honest with the world. I think that... When I look at my immediate surroundings, not a heck of a lot has changed. And that's really a profound statement to make because my life, like I was just talking about, has completely changed. And so there's this disconnect between the path that we're on and the path that everybody else seems to still be on. You know, the transition that they they just don't seem to be willing or able to make. And, you know, I've always said that I think that for me personally, that's my, my biggest barometer of whether or not the world is really changing, I think is, you know, my immediate surroundings. And when I look at that, and I really examine it, I say to myself, you know, none of the people in my life have really been awakened by this, by everything that's happened. And I, I can't help but feel a sort of sense of defeat. And maybe that's wrong. You know, maybe it's not the way that I should be looking at this whole situation. And certainly I know that when the world changes and when the EBS is finally triggered and when the e, uh, when the white hats finally come out of the shadows, that all of this will be different. But yet we still wake up in a world every single day where We still have to carry that weight. And isn't it so ironic that we live in a world where telling the truth and being loyal to the truth causes so much pain? I mean, when you really step back and you really think about it, 
all of us are imperfect people. We've all made mistakes. We've all fallen short. But we have made a commitment. And I think that that commitment began within the hearts of each and every one of us. I think that the circumstances that we've been put through, we the people all over the world for the past three years have forced each and every one of us to take a stand. And the divide that we always felt suddenly became visible. And not only did it become visible, it become it became more and more entrenched. And you know, to me, that's really what this great awakening is all about. It's it's about reversing, not just reversing all of the plans that the cabal had and not just reversing you know, the, the trajectory of, of where we appear to be on the surface right now. But in the, in the grand scheme of things, to reverse the reality that I just spoke of, which is that in this, in this matrix that we've all been forced to adjust to our entire lives, we've been We've been battling against in one form or another that it's all about reversing that that fundamental aversion to the truth that exists inside of the hearts and minds of so, so many people out there because we've been conditioned our entire lives for generations to only see reality as it's presented to us by our enemies. But as we know, it's it's a lie, it's a deception that's just so vast in scope. It's a lie that inside the minds of all the normies out there, I think is just too big to fail. To use that expression, you know. Because like I said, it's all about the foundation that everybody built their entire existence on. You know, their, their consciousness rests upon a house of cards, a, a web of lies. Because of that, you, know, you can't really blame people for not wanting to listen to the truth, not wanting to question. everything that they've been presented about re- about the world, never wanting to question reality, never wanting to become uncomfortable in that process. And I think that the difference between us and everybody else out there is that that discontent with the world that recognition at a spiritual level that something was wrong and not just a little bit wrong, but fundamentally broken. I think that that existed inside of all of us. I think that God put that there. Awing feeling that we could just never really quite pinpoint before we really truly woke up and, and decided to go down this path, there was something that was just prompting all of us, leading all of us on. You know, God works in mysterious ways. And I think for so many of us that that prompting was put there in the form of traumas that we've had in our lives. And, and it's about the purpose of suffering and the purpose of God putting us through trials. How painful our lives have been. But it's not without purpose. It's not without meaning. 
And that's what I've discovered over these past few years. And everything that I thought that was a failure that I've experienced in my life, every time that I thought that I fought, that I fell short, every time I thought that it, if I had only done things a different way or if I had only had a different approach in all of these years that I spent struggling trying to figure out which direction to go in life and thought that I had just accumulated a, a vast ocean of failure in my life, I realized that it was never that. Sure, on the surface, things may have fit that profile in the sense that I tried something or I wanted something and it didn't turn out the way that I wanted to. So I could classify that as a failure or I could look at the mistakes that I made in my life and point to those and say, yeah, those were all failures. But I've, I've come to completely redefine that concept because of where we are. I never imagined that that the world was going to change to such a degree that it would bring all of us together. That all of us would be drawn to each other based upon our common experiences. This isn't just about shared political ideology. And it's not even just about sharing our spiritual conception of God or you know our re religious beliefs, if you want to put it that way. I mean, I'm a Christian. I make no make no bones about that. But I've also said right from the beginning that you know, as far as I'm concerned, my show, the way that I envision it, it's not a it's not a rallying point simply for Christians. It's a big tent. And as far as I'm concerned, if you're a, a good person, if you have love in your heart, if you have decency inside of you. If you stand for something, if you have the, the spiritual ability to, to discern that this is where you belong. I mean, I know that probably a, a vast majority of my audience shares my faith in Christ. But I've also said that, you know, and, and I do believe indeed that we're living through biblical times right now but nevertheless my aim has always been to unite people not to divide to fight back against the very paradigm that we've been attacked with our entire lives and of course it ties it's talking about in the beginning you know this <clears throat> this rift between us and everybody else In my own way, I suppose, you know, to, to spread the truth and to, to red pill people in my life. But really, beneath all of that, to heal that division or to, to bridge that, that gap between us, to get them to understand that it's, it's so vital to look at all of these things that you don't want to look at, that you're afraid to look at, but that ultimately, once you do, well, I don't think I have to explain to all of you out there because all of you are awake. You know that feeling. When that, that switch just goes off in your brain and you just suddenly realize that the world, not only is it not the way that it was presented to you, and not only that you've just been lied to about everything, but the fact that we live in a universe of unlimitability and we are manifestations of the creator. We are co-creators. That relationship that we've built with God has taught us that. And, you know, you look around and you just see so many people who don't have that relationship. And not only do they not have it, but they're cynical about it. And you just think to yourself, well, 
I mean, obviously that's between them and God. And I know that only, only God can, can touch the heart of a man or a woman. But, you know, I, I'll tell you, no matter how I'm feeling on any given day, no matter what the level of struggle is, no matter what type of valley I'm in, I still always am grateful. And I thank God that I'm not one of those people who doesn't have a relationship with him. I thank him daily for, well, for so many things, but just, just for that relationship in and of itself. And I will tell you that my relationship with, take a little sip of coffee here, excuse me. I always believed my entire life. I always believed in God. There was never, there was never a moment that I doubted the existence of our father in heaven. And I have to tell you folks that not to pat myself on the back or anything like that, but, but when I think about my life experiences and I think about all the the, the things that happened in my life and unfolded and, and how, how easy it would have been for me to turn my back on God. Don't get me wrong. I've been angry with him. I've yelled and screamed and raged. And I mean, that's, that's my relationship with him because I, I give him everything. But you know, that relationship has changed. I, I used to, I used to define or I guess approach communication with God and, and approach that relationship as, well, it's very, I suppose as, uh, as I was conditioned my entire life, you know, that, that there's a certain right way to pray. But, I have to say that that's that's probably one of the the greatest lessons that I've learned by virtue of doing this this podcast and by virtue of connecting with so many people who have completely changed my perspective on prayer and that relationship, you know. I just talk to God now. If you want the truth, sometimes I just I drive around like I'm doing now and I record myself talking to God. And I go back and I listen to it and I and I reflect on the things that I said and and when I go back and I listen I really I can feel when I hear my words I can feel God's response. I can feel that he's listening. I can feel that, that energy, that closeness. And I never imagined that I'd be doing that. I mean, if you had told me that I was going to get to a point in my life where, you know, I'd be driving around recording myself talking to God. I mean, I, I would have said, wow, (laughs) I guess that would, that would be the point where I really went off the deep end, you know? But in all seriousness, you know, it's uh, I realize that contrary to the way that I would have thought about that years ago, I, I realize that this it's a gift because I I took away those boundaries and I just I realized that you know God created me, He created you, he created all of us. And I do believe that he wants that relationship with each and every one of us. And I also believe that that relationship doesn't have to be the same for everybody. I think we we all come to him from different places, you know, depending on where we are in our lives. And I just find that for me, self to feel what I'm feeling, to cry if I have to cry, to yell if I have to yell, even scream if I have to. 
I find it to be healing and cleansing. And I realize that, you know, just like every other aspect of our lives, you know, we've, we've been conditioned to just shrink everything down. To diminish what God truly is and what that relationship really is. And I think we've all learned to define it in different ways. And certainly I can only speak for myself, but I know that there's a great many people in my audience who have resonate with what I'm talking about now, who have always had this belief. And yet that relationship through everything that we've been through, both individually and together collectively on this journey is it's fundamentally changed. And like I said, you know, I, I never imagined that there would be a time that God would use so many of us, you know, all of us really, but he would use each and every one of us, you know, these are, that are scattered all over the world, different ages, different viewpoints, different perspectives on things, but all of us coming together and offering the world the blessings and the talents that God gave perpetuate this broken system, but that we could completely redefine it. When I think about that, the task that we've been given, the blessing of being the pioneers of this new world, of being the ones who are going to blaze that new path and educate and heal and rebuild something so beautiful. I, I, I just can't even, I can't even begin to imagine something more important something bigger and more beautiful than that. I can't imagine a bigger blessing. And I also have to remind myself that through all of my personal struggles, and certainly the same is true for all of you out there, I have to remind myself what we're fighting for. I have to remind myself how we got here. And it's not always easy because like I say, you know, we still wake up in this 3D matrix, even though we know that it's all an illusion, you know, and, and we have that foot in, in two different worlds. Like you've heard me say so many times, especially those of you who have been listening for a while now on so many different levels, we have that foot in two separate worlds. And, you know, we wake up in this, in this matrix and we have to, we have to battle against it. We have to continually fight to keep our frequency high. We have to fight to to uphold the truth, to never back down. We have to, I mean, we have a lot of responsibility and it weighs on each and every one of us. And yes, there are days when it's really hard to see all these things because you get mired in everything that you've lost. But facing all of these realities and all truths about ourselves is this journey to begin with. And it's, it's a process that continues every single day. But that sense of isolation that we continue to feel. And I mean, I'd be lying, folks, if I told you that that's changed. It, it hasn't in, in my own personal life, in my immediate surroundings, in the sense of Having people wake up and having people suddenly become aware that of all the things that we want them to, that I want them to, I mean, it, it just hasn't happened. And yet, you know, there's this part of me that I just continue to think to myself, you know, it's as painful as that is. And as much as I wish that I could change that, I have to remember that 
It's not about measuring victory in that sense. It's about looking within and being able to gauge, really to identify how each of each and every one of us have changed throughout the course of this journey. And what I used to, to think would, would be a, you know, a, a way to define success in terms of, you know, red pilling people. And it's not, it's not really what it's ever been about because that, like I said, I mean, it's up, it's up to each and every one. Each and every one of us out there, really, it's up to it's up to us to make that that choice. And as ma- no matter what we say, no matter what you present to people, in the end, it's an internal choice. And I also happen to believe, like I said, you know that the ability to make that choice and to embrace the truth. It's entirely dependent upon God and whether or not, quite frankly, he chose you. It's a hard reality, I think, in, in some ways to, to face. And it's one that you could never really you know, logically explain. I mean, none of us really know why we were chosen. I think a lot of people, when they first wake up, probably just about everyone, you know, they, they spend a good deal of time contemplating that question. You know, like, why can I see all these things? And why do all these things just make com- complete sense to me, but everyone around me thinks I'm crazy? It's because God gave you the, the ability. God gave you that discernment. He gave you eyes to see. He gave you ears to hear. And that's why you find yourself here. And our job, yes, of course, it's to spread the truth. But, you know, how we measure that in terms of, you know, for lack of a better word, success in that in that endeavor to try to wake people up. It's not about. It's not really about being able to point to various different people around you and be like, I woke that person up, that person, this one, that one. And even for me, you know, as a podcaster, it's, you know, what is success really? Is it? Is it the amount of people who listen to my videos? Is it the amount of views I have or subscribers? No. I mean, you know, in one way, that's a, that's a way to measure a certain type of success. But that's not ultimately what it's about. Perhaps the word success isn't even the right word, but I think it's really all about the internal journey. It's about going within. And as time goes on and this war continues to rage on and each of us continue to contend with all of the problems that we face in our own personal lives, it's you start to appreciate more and more the spiritual aspect of this journey. And you start to can really see the connections between everything that you're going through, everything that you've been through. And what's happening in the world. And I first started doing this coffee chat format. I mean, I think there was sort of a, it was kind of just a leap of faith in the sense, you know, I thought that I can't be the only one who feels this way. You know, I can't be the only one who is hungry. For this type of conversation. I can't be the only one out there who who just wants to hear a voice reflecting what's inside of them, what they think what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling. Not just what I believe, but what having that belief and refusing to back down from that belief means internally. takes a lot of strength and it takes a lot of courage to do what we've done in the face of 
overwhelming odds. We've stood for the truth. And we continue to. And me personally, you know, I've made that I've made that commitment that I'm going to stand for the truth for better or for worse. Even if it means that it's the last thing that I do. Because as much as I want to go on living and I love so many aspects of life and as much as I want to experience this new world and this golden age, and I do believe I will, along with all of us, don't get me wrong. It's not trying to be morbid here. But you know, when you get to a certain place in terms of your your spiritual convictions, and at a certain point, they, they coincide with you know with the way that you you look at life, and and even the way that you look at death. And me personally, you know, I'd rather I'd rather go out for something that I believe in. I'd rather be remembered for having stood for the truth than to ever back down. Because the truth, I mean, the reality is, folks, I can't back down at this point. I can never go back. Not that I want to, believe me, but I couldn't, even if I wanted to. My spirit, my my soul would never allow it. That's the thing, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not an old guy, but, you know, certainly get to a certain point. I mean, I'm, I'm in my mid forties and I don't know. I think there's something about that. You know, when you, you sort of shed your youth, you know, you look, you look at your, you wake up one day and you realize, you know, I'm not a kid anymore. And believe me that. And I know to a lot of you out there, I am a kid. here. You know, you wake up and you realize that, you know, your youth is behind you. And, you know, you're you're indeed a man or a woman. And you only have a relatively short amount of time to dance on this planet. And this incarnation. And in truth, folks, you know, what beyond this consciousness, you know, in terms of how many lives we live. And I mean, I happen to believe that, you know, we are spirits who have you know, chosen to have, and this 3D physical, re- you know, reality here, a quasi-reality matrix. Yeah, there is a such thing as death. Life begins and it ends, but our spirits never die. And when I embraced that, you know, it, it really, in so many ways, it took away my fear. It took away my fear of death. Don't believe it. Don't, don't get me wrong. I still have it. You know, there's, there's still that human part of me that always is going to have some degree, I think, of, if not fear, then at least, at least some apprehension about the unknown. But, you know, you get to a point and you realize that, you know, you're, you're going to die anyway. And for me, it's it's better to have peace in my soul knowing that whatever mistakes that I made in my life and, you know, wherever I fell short, at least when it mattered the most, when humanity needed it the most, that I chose to be a part of this incredible epic moment in history. And, and even if it means started this journey that, you know, even if I kept telling myself, you know, I had to battle a lot of internal fear about what could happen if I put my voice out there and what could happen if all these, all of these negative consequences. And I finally arrived at a point where I just say, you know, I'm putting it in God's hands. And he put this passion in my heart for a reason. And that, like you've heard me say before, there are, there are certain fates that are worse than death. 
And once you become aware of the, the true nature of this world, once you become aware and conscious of everything that we are aware and conscious of, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I'd rather, I'd rather die than not fight. Because there is such a thing as a fate worse than death. And that to me is knowing and yet not standing for what it costs me. Even if it costs me my life, I won't do it. Because the way I see it, everything in my life prepared me for this moment so that I could be the person that I am now and that I could, just like all of us, face this evil and not back down. It's the way I see the entire trajectory of my life, the whole meaning, the whole purpose behind it. And I don't, I don't think it's just me, folks. It's all of us. If you're listening to this show and you're resonating with what I'm saying right now, the exact same thing is true for you. It's truly incredible what, what God has done. I mean, I'm at a point in my life, even in my personal life, where I, I don't know how things are going to turn out. There are a lot of things that are in flux right now, you know. And there's a lot of fear that I've had to contend with about the future. But it's the same basic principle. You know? It all comes back to faith. It all comes back to that relationship with God. Because that is the only answer to fear. It's the only way that we don't back down to it. That it doesn't become our master the way it's become for, for everybody else. All these people, you know, like uh, I trust the science. I, you know, I think it was a uh, health ranger. Uh, Mike Adams put out a, a post on Telegram. I think it was yesterday, but got spread around. It was a really short post, but, it, you know, gets right to the heart of the matter, which is like people who say, oh, I trust the science or. I stand with Ukraine or I stand with Israel. It's like, no, you don't, you don't, you don't stand for anything because you don't know how to think for yourself. You don't know how to, it's like these people, they're not even consciously aware that they're mind slaves. I don't know. It's, there's just such a, there's such an incredible difference. And God has made that difference so obvious and so clear. And I think all of us should really embrace that, you know, and and celebrate the fact that we have that faith or we can override that fear. So we don't have to be mind slaves. We're not dependent upon the mainstream media to tell us what we believe. And that's the thing. I mean, I, I think so many of these these folks around us, the people that we love and care about, it's like they think that they believe something. But do they even? Or are they just programmed? And I think that you know, that's really what it is. They're programmed. They don't really believe anything. They don't really have any true conviction. It's all and even if they think they do, it's all based upon a lie. It's And it's not, it's pretty obvious, folks, that they've never done any independent thinking. They've never dared to question the narrative. They just have blind faith and authority. And it's depressing, I have to say, because, you know, so many of these people, it's like I, I love and respect them on so many different levels, but I, I can never be... I can never not be honest about that. That they've been told what to think their entire lives and they've never, ever had the courage to challenge that. And we have. And the reason that we do is because of the faith that God put on our hearts. And even as we move forward into the unknown, 
collectively and, you know, in our own personal lives. I mean, I don't, I don't know what's going on inside of each and every one of your lives right now, but I know that you're going through pain. I know that you're struggling. I know that your relationships have suffered. Many have been destroyed along the way. I know that there's fear about how you're going to continue on. I mean, so many people out there, are, I mean, heck, for a long, long time, a vast majority of people have been living paycheck to paycheck. People have lost their jobs. They've lost their savings. They've lost their loved ones. The list just goes on and on and on and on. And some days that's the only thing that we can see. It's the only thing that we can feel. But I contend that that's all part of this journey. Because in those moments when we feel truly broken and utterly confused about which way to go, about how the future is going to turn out, driving ourselves crazy, like I do, trying to answer questions that don't have answers at this point. I mean, I'll tell you, folks, you probably know this about me, but I have a very analytical type of mind. And, you know, I, when I when there's a problem and there's some unresolved issue, it's like my natural inclination, my natural instinct is just to attack it head on. And dig into it, and you know, roll up my sleeves and analyze it and talk about it and try to figure it out. And I don't think that that's a bad thing, that instinct. I don't think it's a bad thing because it's passion. Is genuine caring behind that. But the flip side of that coin is, is that some situations, you know, in life, they just simply, you know, you can't apply that approach. Sometimes in life, you have to back off and you have to learn to have faith that ultimately things are going to unfold. And they're going to unfold the way that they're supposed to. And not every aspect of that, that is going to be comfortable <laughs> believe me but but having enough faith to be comfortable or to let's just say to be grounded to be spiritually grounded when facing the unknown takes a lot of faith and quite honestly that's really where i'm at right now in my life because in addition to everything that's going on in the world it's just like i said i mean there's so many question marks in every different direction that i look right now in terms of my relationships, in terms of my job, in terms of pretty much every aspect of my life, it could go in, in, in any different direction right now. And it's frightening. But I think that God is trying to teach me, and I, I think probably all of us, that how to learn to be at peace through the storm. Because we know we're about to, you know, we're already in the storm. We're not, we haven't hit the eye of the storm yet, but we're, we know we're getting close. And for all of us, I mean, if you've been awake for a while now, I mean, you, it's, it's not really about the information anymore. In the beginning, sure, it's about, you know, it's about educating yourself. It's about digging into as much of the truth in terms of information as you possibly can. It's like you, you just, you become like a voracious consumer of information because you just want to know the truth. And that's really what it's all about. But then I think at a certain point in the journey, it you start to transition away from just the information and you start to realize that all of that information God point where you needed to be so that you could grow spiritually that's also a big part of why we've had to wait so long why this war has been dragging on and why it's just so painful for us to to continually have to suffer through it do i think that that was always part of not the white hats plan necessarily but god's plan because this is god's plan 100 percent God puts us into situations, folks. For those who love him, for those who seek his guidance, for those who ask for his direction. He responds 
but he responds by putting us in situations that are for our growth, that are ultimately in our best interest. But that doesn't mean that they're comfortable. It doesn't mean that we want them even. But God knows what we need. He always knows. And he functions at that level, not not in terms of what we want. And maybe some of you are, ultimately we're going to get there and God always knows. And it's not about what we want. It's about what's right. And it's about what he knows that we need. And once you see that pattern play out over and over in your life, it builds faith. All right, folks. Well, listen, I feel like I could drive around all morning, but uh, I've been on now for a while. I do have to uh, wrap this up, one of you, and the ability to have this platform to drive around and to communicate with all of you and to share my thoughts and my feelings and to share what's in my heart, my passion, my love for each and each and every one of you. I just don't even have words to describe what that means to me and how much it's changed my life. And I, I thank God that me doing this, because I know what it means to me. I thank God that it means so much to so many of you, that there are people out there who truly resonate with these types of, with these types of chats to say that it's changed my life folks is it's probably the understatement of my life. It's redefined my life. You've given me that. And if I can offer you in the process something in return, well, all I can say is I just have the deepest gratitude for that. I love you all. I'll be back soon with another report. Until then, God bless and Godspeed. Patriot out.